The following podcast is a joint production between independent, aspiring media and lousy weather media. I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. <sighs> Welcome, everybody. Can you feel that? Can you feel it in the air? We have reached an entirely new point of the year when it comes to dating. More on that in this episode. But first, welcome to the Wingcast, Wingman Podcast. My name is Steve Guy, stand-up comedian and author of the book Memoirs of a Wingman, which, of course, you can find online at Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com, as well as from the publisher Mascot Books. Don't forget to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at the Wingman Guy. If you've got any questions and you need advice, whatever the case may be, don't hesitate. Email the Wingcast at gmail.com and uh, look I'll read your question or whatever they maybe it's a great wingman story I'll read it here over one of the episodes uh, also again thanks to lousy weather media listen to anything on lousyweathermedia.com plenty of great shows there for you uh, want to get this out of the way if you guys are in the Cleveland area you're listening to this and it is before the evening of Friday September the 8th make sure you come out to iconic laughs uh, at the Alex Theater inside the Metropolitan at the 9. I will be hosting, as always, because it's actually called Iconic Laughs with Steve Guy. Uh, some very good friends of mine are on the show. Two people from Chicago, uh, my good friend Chris Clem, as well as Sonal Agarwal. And uh, my buddy here in Cleveland, John Bruton, he will also be on the show. So it's going to be very fun, very hilarious. If you are listening to this after the fact, Make sure you get tickets and don't miss the next Iconic Laughs with Steve Guy at the Alex Theater. You can get tickets at thealextheatercleveland.com. Our next show is going to be September 23rd. Make sure you check that out. The very funny Jason Cross from New York, he will be there uh, as well. And then his feature act is a young lady coming in from Chicago. So all sorts of fun there, but... That's not why you guys necessarily listen to this. I want you to come out to that. I want you to have fun. I want you to laugh with me. But you're here because you want to talk about dating and relationships and all that good stuff. And as I alluded to, we have reached another point in the year in the world of dating. Gone are the summer flings. Labor Day has just passed, folks. Not only does that mean in the fashion world that you're no longer supposed to wear white, but... It also means that we are entering cuffing season. And now you may ask yourself, what the fuck is cuffing season? Well, cuffing season, as defined by the Urban Dictionary, is During fall and winter months, people who would normally rather be single or promiscuous find themselves, along with the rest of the world, desiring to be cuffed or tied down by a serious relationship. The cold weather and prolonged indoor activity causes singles to be lonely and desperate to be cuffed. That's right. The word cuffing season literally comes from handcuffing oneself to another. Or you know, maybe a bed. Whatever. Whatever you're into. No judging here. 
this isn't a new thing. It's got a new phrase because everybody thinks that they're awesome and they come up with new spins and spiels and shticks and all that good stuff. Listen, this has been around forever, folks. The point is, we are entering that time of year where if you live in cooler weather, then look, it starts to get a little lonely. The nights get darker quicker. You just, you want that warmth. You want that, that light in your life, so to speak. People want to be with other people. That's what happens. You stop, you don't go out as much, so you're home alone. You know, you're, you're lonely. The holidays start to hit. You see couples doing things together. And you're like, oh, I want that. I want someone to have a pumpkin spice latte with. I want someone to buy me Uggs. Whatever the case may be. Yeah? You want someone to go to a holiday party with that you have at work. You want someone to wear that cute Halloween couples costume with. Or you just always go to a Halloween party and it's always couples. And then you. And you want someone to tag along. You know, or uh, friends from out of town always coming home from Thanksgiving, bringing that new boyfriend, girlfriend, then they want all their friends to meet. And you are, well, it's just you. You know what I'm saying? It's that time of year. That's what cuffing season is. It's been around forever. It's just some dumb new catchphrase. You call it whatever you want. Call it, I don't know, not season. K-N-O-T. I don't know, you tie somebody down. I don't Listen, whatever. Cuffing season's gonna last for now. It'll be gone in like three years. We'll call it something different. Who gives a shit? Moving on. The point is, this is that time frame. Guys, like, remember you were really into that girl in the spring, maybe in the summer. She wanted you to take her out all the time, and you suggested, hey, maybe how about a, like a night in? Get you, we can have a nice bottle of wine. You know, maybe I cook some dinner, whatever the case. And not because you were trying to Netflix and chill and get in her pants, but because, you know, maybe it saved you some money. Or maybe because you'd actually like to talk and have a conversation instead of distractions and constant interruptions that naturally come with being out and about. Well, maybe things broke down with that girl. You hadn't heard from her for a while because she just wanted you to take her out. Maybe it's been a month. Maybe it's only been a few weeks. Maybe it's been multiple months. All of a sudden, she's texting you again. And she's texting you with something specific in mind. And she says, hey, whatever happened to that night in? We're going to have a bottle of wine. You're going to make me some dinner out of nowhere. Guess what? It's cuffing season. She, and again, she doesn't want you to handcuff her to the bed, you sick freaks. Maybe she, Well, maybe she does. I don't know. You'd have to ask. But, uh, you know what, maybe do that hangout thing first before, don't, don't just jump to the assumption that uh, she wants you to cuff her to the bed. Unless she brings it up, maybe she brings it up out of nowhere, I don't know, it's possible. Maybe you slept with her before, you've already done it, I, look, anyway, point is, she just, uh, you know, she wants somebody to cuddle up with, keep her warm, make her feel like she has a boyfriend, even though she doesn't. And that's the biggest thing, when you're in a cuffing season relationship, and it's strictly cuffing season, you should probably understand that you're not really someone's boyfriend or girlfriend. It's just like a summer fling, but it's expanded upon because the chillier months last a little bit longer. But again, you're not necessarily, it's not necessarily the real deal. Just like summer can be fun and it's great and you just fall out of favor with each other. Same thing happens with cuffing season once the warm weather hits. How it all goes. 
You know, another sure sign is like the hooking up, right? Maybe you are hooking up with someone regularly and it stops being hooking up. The moment one of you, this could be the girl, this could be the guy, or it, it doesn't, it really, the point is it doesn't matter. I always do this. Look, this, this show is all encompassing, all right? If your dude's into dudes, your chick's into chicks, your guy's into chicks, your chick's into dudes, I don't care. I don't give a shit, all right? The point is, either one of you, at some point in time, the hooking up stops being the hooking up, and one of you sends that text message that says, hey, let's go on a real date. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't just come out of nowhere. That doesn't mean it can't be real. But if you've only been booty calls for like two or three months and you don't even meet up until after the bars close, it's cuffing season. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, if somebody's coming over to your place and they're spending the night and you're hooking up, uh, you know, you actually are Netflixing and chill. And you're, you know, you're actually generally watching movies or you're sharing that bottle, bottle of wine. You just don't go out very much. And then somebody says, let's go on a real date. That's totally different. We're talking about you've only ever shot them that text message at 2.30 in the morning that simply says, sup. And now all of a sudden there's a text message that says, hey, let's go on a real date. Yeah, it's cuffing season. So how do you know? How do you know if it's just cuffing? It's very hard to tell. I've already given you some instances in which you can tell. But there are other ways, depending on the time, fall or winter. You know, if you're regularly spending time on someone's couch, intertwined with them, but you don't go to Halloween parties, or you don't go to a New Year's Eve party together, it's strictly cuffing season, folks. Like, wouldn't you, shouldn't you question that? Wouldn't you wonder, like, you know what, we spend a lot of time together. Uh, New Year's Eve is kind of a big deal. You have that whole kiss at midnight thing. You know, you're partying with everybody else that you really seem to like. Why aren't you wanting me to come to that party? Well, the answer is because he or she wants to go to a New Year's Eve party, slutting it up as a man or a woman, wearing their best, trying to hit on everything there that's single, and making out with somebody else at midnight. You gotta remember, even though cuffing season hits, New Year's Eve and Halloween are still kind of those gray, trashy area uh, holidays where you can, like I said, be kind of trashy and nobody judges you for whatever reason. So, you know, every Halloween outfit for women becomes a slutty something, you know, like the slutty Loch Ness Monster costume. I'm sure that exists. Whatever. It's out there. Plenty of those. A slutty sloth from the Goonies. I'm sure that exists. That's Halloween. That happens. If you're not getting the invite to that Halloween party, and you've been cuddling with somebody on your couch since before Labor Day, you know what? Yeah. You're probably just there for cuffing season. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can miss the Halloween party, but do New Year's Eve, depending on the time frame of which you first started dating and cuffing, and maybe that lets you know that it's more than just cuffing season. For, for instance, maybe you just started dating at the beginning of October, and they've already had these Halloween party plans, 
and dude goes out with homeboys all the time or she goes out with her girlfriends all the time or maybe one of you has kids maybe one of you has nephews or nieces whatever the case may be and you spend halloween with them so you're not going to do the big halloween party thing that's fair however the relationship lasts you make it through the big holidays and then new year's eve hits but you've made those new year's eve plans okay don't put so much weight on that Halloween thing then. It may not just be cuffing season, all right? It's just that it was so early. Then again, you may also get invited to a Halloween party and then not get invited to New Year's Eve. In that case, unless it's I spend New Year's Eve with my family, you've never met them, hmm, it's probably still cuffing season. You got invited to the Halloween party because they wanted somebody to get sloppy drunk and make out with, and maybe wear a cute couple's costume. I don't know. Or they just wanted somebody fun to be at the Halloween party and talk to because all their other friends are in couples. So keep an eye on that. If you're invited to neither one of those, probably cuffing season. If you're invited to one or the other, yeah, may not be cuffing season. Let me rephrase. If you're invited... To New Year's Eve, but you weren't invited to Halloween, might not be cuffing season. If you're invited to Halloween, but not New Year's Eve, probably cuffing season. Or you suck and they're just going to dump you. Maybe you don't suck. Maybe it's just not falling apart. It's just not working. Didn't mean to be so negative. But New Year's Eve should be automatic. Absolutely should be off. Like, why would you scramble when you could just take your cuffing mate as a date? Everybody wants to kiss somebody at midnight of New Year's Eve. It's like that romantic thing. Gets your New Year's Eve, your New Year, should say, off to a great new start. Everything's positive. All you got all this great juju, this great vibes coming at you. Of course, you should do New Year's Eve together. That should be a totally obvious thing. Even if you're in cuffing season, you should go do New Year's Eve together. So my point is, if you're not doing New Year's Eve with somebody that you've spent all this time with the last few months, yes. It's just cuffing season. Make sure you know that. Get out. You are not that person's boyfriend or girlfriend. Hands down. And anybody who wants to argue it with me, please email me. Thewingcast at gmail.com. Let's have that conversation because I guarantee you're probably wrong. Again, unless, like I said, maybe you're spending the New Year's Eve with the family. Maybe your family uh, flies to a destination for New Year's Eve and it's a whole to-do. Great. Sure. That was probably planned in advance. You're not going to have your parents or you're not going to pay for the flight of this person last minute after all these accommodations are made. Great. Understandable. Anything beyond that? Uh, Yeah. It's cuffing season. Either you're a cuffer and you don't want to admit it or you're being cuffed and you don't realize it. On from New Year's Eve, we hit Valentine's Day. This we really, really start to find things out. Like, if it wasn't clear to you on New Year's Eve, well, now you've got Valentine's Day. If, if either one of you seem off or questioning, should you do something for Valentine's Day? Should you get a gift? Should you do flowers, chocolates, whatever? If any of that comes into question, it's just cuffing season, folks. There's no doubt about it. If you started dating someone before Halloween, 
you absolutely owe them at least a Valentine's date. How do you not take someone to dinner? Cook them dinner. I don't care. Whatever the case may be. If you started dating someone before Halloween, so we're talking October, November, December, January, halfway through February, so four and a half months you have spent with this person. Conversation, sleepovers, meals, meeting each other's friends possibly, potentially meeting each other's family. You owe them a Valentine's date. Now, if you haven't met their friends, if you haven't met their family, and you're wondering, uh, should I get anything for Valentine's Day? I really don't know what we are. If you've been hanging out with somebody for four and a half months, guess what? That's not just hanging out. I mean, you're dating them. If you've been dating them for four and a half months, and you're not really sure what you are or where you stand come Valentine's Day, that was just cuffing season. Just end it. Why bother? Don't even do the Valentine's Day date. Now, don't break up with somebody on Valentine's Day. Don't be cold and heartless like that. Call it off beforehand. Sure, they're going to cry that they're alone on Valentine's Day, but so what? You guys were just cuffing anyway. The fact of the matter is, if you weren't cuffing, they probably were going to be spending alone time on Valentine's Day anyway. So who cares? I know that sounds really mean, but seriously, you're better off. Or, you know what, do the dinner and then break up after. That's fine, too. That's nice. Courteous. Chivalry isn't dead. I think, quite frankly, I think it's respectable to do it either way. Spend the money, do a Valentine's Day. But you see, the problem is there, you take somebody on a Valentine's Day, you know that you're going to break up with them, and then you do after Valentine's Day, and they start to question all these things. Why would you take me out on Valentine's Day? Or even a dude. Well, you'd be like, Why would you let me spend money on you on Valentine's Day? Because the only answer is selfishness, right? If you allowed someone to spend money on you for Valentine's Day and you knew that you were going to break up with them, that's just being selfish. That's why you got to do it ahead of time. Or if you decide you want to take somebody out on Valentine's Day and then you make them really upset afterwards, that's also selfish because that's just you feeling like, you know, you're a good person if you did that. As opposed to breaking up with them beforehand, yes, they're upset, but you know what? At least you didn't carry out this charade, this facade. So yeah, if you make it through Valentine's Day, let's say, you still don't know. Then the warm weather starts to hit. The response time on that text or that phone call, a return text, return phone call, it all starts coming back slower and slower. Suddenly you go to make plans, just as you have been the last couple of months, and suddenly it can't happen due to promises to meet up with the girls or, yo, going out with the boys and I told you this. You're at the end of cuffing season. That's what happened there. You'd been cuffed. And somewhere along the lines, while you were sleeping, they unlocked those cuffs and set you free. You didn't even realize it. Just like that. Sorry. Now, if somehow you pull through all of these, there's a good chance it's the real deal. If you start dating someone after Labor Day, maybe you even start dating them in the summer. Because that's the thing, folks. You could start dating somebody in the summer and it leads into cuffing season. Now, this can go either way. You could then be clamped down 
and it is suddenly cuffing season, and you're just being cuffed because you were the last one they went out with, and now somebody really wants to be tied down. They want to have that person to cuddle with and just love on and snuggle it together and drink wine. That could happen. But you could also be the real deal, and it's just the timing, and this is all how it's worked within this framework. You know, you went out, you did this, you did that. Where the real deal kind of happens, yes or no, to me, really centers around the holidays, like a Thanksgiving, a Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever the case. And I think sometimes people wonder, should you get holiday gifts? Here's a rule to me. And again, this helps figure out and determine if you're, if you're being cuffed or not. If it is a new relationship or dating, I think, honestly, it should be zero to one presents for each other. I think this is the case if you just start dating somebody in, say, November. Absolutely, zero to one. You start dating somebody in October, zero to one. Really, anytime after Labor Day, I think that's fair. Because you're dating for maybe three months. Maybe. Anything longer, again, you should probably already have figured out what you really are. And maybe you're cuffing, but you're just fooling yourselves. But at least go through the motion of having a real relationship. Purchase each other a couple of presents. Pretend like you're in something, and then maybe you figure it out later. But at that point, we're talking about the, by the time you break up, you've already been dating for over a year. Or maybe a year. So, zero to one presents. Now, this is important. If you don't already have New Year's Eve plans together and you're celebrating holidays, do not get that other person any gifts. If you're someone who celebrates Christmas, Christmas obviously obviously comes before New Year's Eve. And typically Hanukkah, I think always, somebody double-check the Jewish calendar, that's fine falls before New Year's Eve as well. It definitely does. So, if you have New Year's Eve plans with somebody, it shows a bit of commitment. Get them a gift. If you don't have New Year's Eve plans with someone, do not get them a gift because it's only a week later. So if you don't have, if they can't commit to you for one week later and they're expecting a gift, it's cuffing season, folks. Because that means that they're just in it for all of that, uh, I want to feel like I'm in a relationship because everybody else surrounding me is in a relationship during this time of year and I feel really sad and lonely and this makes me feel good. They just want that present so that they can feel good about being with someone. They probably don't even care what the present is because guess what? Your ass is going to be gone come springtime. No gifts if you don't have New Year's Eve plans together. I am steadfast standing by that. Now, should you take someone to Thanksgiving or a holiday dinner? Only if they've met your parents and or siblings multiple times beforehand. If they haven't met your immediate family, and sadly, let's say, okay, let's say your immediate family is alive. That is a thing. Uh, If they haven't met your immediate family, do not take somebody to Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, if you haven't even brought them up in conversation, definitely don't take them to Thanksgiving or any sort of holiday dinner. That's just weird, awkward for everybody all around and weird. Like I said, 
and rude. Throw that out there. So make sure they've met your family. They'll probably do that. Now, if you live out of state from your family, again, still, you should have had conversation. Something should have come up along the lines of, oh, yeah, I've been dating this person. Show them pictures of the person. You know, maybe they've talked on the phone before. Maybe you visited home and they got to visit already. You don't just spring that on somebody. It's not natural if you started dating someone and you live out of town. Yeah, you know what? Don't take them home with you if it's during cuffing season. If you started dating somebody during cuffing season, do not take them home with you for the holidays. I, I think that's that's fair. I, I guess unless, let's see, if you're going to take them home for any holiday, you take them home for Thanksgiving, right? I think that's fair because that's just a bunch of food. Not as much involvement there. But no holiday dinners overall. Now, the other thing is, how do you know if you're a cuffer? These are all things of you being cuffed, so to speak. If you were bringing a different person to holidays for a few years in a row, or you have a different Valentine's Day date for a few years in a row, you're a serial cuffer. The problem is not the other people in the world. The problem is you. You're only getting together with people for cuffing season. That's it. You just don't want to be lonely when you watch everybody else in a couple celebrating holidays, fattening up during Thanksgiving. You know, you might be someone who's looking around and you've eyeballed a great couple's costume. And you want to wear that to a Halloween party. Yeah, you're a serial cuffer. That's exactly what you are. Don't be a serial cuffer. You're putting all sorts of people through pain and anguish, whether it's the person you're cuffing or your family. Don't be that freaking weirdo. Who really wants to be that weirdo that goes to Christmas every year and introduces uh, Nana to their 15th boyfriend or whatever? If you've cuffed for 15 years in a row, that's a problem all on its own. But whatever the case may be, for the third, fourth year in a row, Nana's meeting a different dude or a different chick. Don't be that person. You are a serial cuffer. Get out. Just stop. Just stop it. All right? You need to find somebody. You need to lock it down. If you're having problems with that, email me, thewingcast at gmail.com. Or hit me up on Twitter, at thewingmanguy, or Instagram as well. Don't be a serial cuffer, you freaking freaks. I think that's how I read was enough. Hopefully, you guys understand the rules of cuffing season. Again, I mean, I guess if I could quickly recap, it all starts after Labor Day. Pretty much that's how it goes down. It gets cold. You all want to be with somebody. Very simple things to determine. If you haven't heard from somebody in a while and suddenly they are all aboard, all the things you wanted to do, you're probably getting cuffed. All right? You know, if you don't get invited to a Halloween or a New Year's Eve party, you're being cuffed. If you get invited to a Halloween party, but not a New Year's Eve party, you're getting cuffed. If you don't get invited to Halloween, but you do get invited to New Year's Eve, you might have a chance. If you're questioning Valentine's Day, one of you is being cuffed. You might be the cuffer, quite frankly. Get out of that. Don't take somebody to holiday dinner if they haven't met your family, your immediate family, parents, or siblings. Also, if you don't have New Year's Eve plans with that person that you are dating, do not get them a gift. That's pretty much going to do it, guys. Hopefully, if you learned more about cuffing season, hopefully we change the name to this at some point in time because cuffing season just sounds dumb. 
It doesn't sound as erotic as it should, right? Everybody's all snuggled up wearing sweatpants and hoodies. There's nothing... Uh, some, all right, sometimes maybe it's a little sexy just wearing your hoodie. That's fine. But the point is, there's nothing overly sexy about cuffing season. So let's not talk about handcuffs. You know what I'm saying? Somebody come up with a better name for this thing. Appreciate it. I don't mean to sound angry about it. It's fine. At any rate, once again, hey, come to Iconic Last with Steve Guy at the Alex Theater if you're in downtown Cleveland, in or around, I should say, alextheatercleveland.com for tickets. Show is at 8.30 on Friday, September 8th. And if you can't make it, the next show is September 23rd. Also, for more fun tips and just a fun story, overall, pick up your copy of the book, Memoirs of a Wingman, written by me. You can get it on ebook or paperback version. Go to Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com for that. And, of course, once again, follow along. Twitter, Instagram, at The Wingman Guy. Like the page for Memoirs of a Wingman on Facebook. And email if you've got any advice or you have any great wingman stories. I'd love to share it, love to hear it, and respond back to you on the podcast. Please email thewingcast at gmail.com. That's going to do it for this week. I hope you guys now know what the fuck is cuffing season. It's been fun. I'll talk to you later next week. Just uh, be a solid human, everybody. I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice.